About one in eight women in the United States will develop breast cancer in her lifetime, so it's really important to have regular screenings because early detection can help save lives. But what exactly do you need to know about these screenings and what should you do to stay healthy? Let's talk about it with Dr. Sunny Mitchell, a breast surgeon from Highland Medical PC and the medical director of the Breast Center at Montefiore Nyack Hospital. This is Sound Advice, the podcast from Highland Medical PC. I'm Prakash Chandran. So first of all, Dr. Mitchell, tell us why it's so important that women have regular breast screenings. So regular breast screenings are used to uh, look for breast cancer. And if breast cancer is present uh, and you get a regular screening, the chances are very, very high that you'll catch it very early and uh, therefore it will be very treatable. What age should women start doing this for themselves? Like for example, my wife is 30 years old. Uh, We just had our first baby. Is this now a good time to start getting it done? Congratulations. You know, for most women, the age to start uh, screening mammograms is, is 40 years old. The recommendations do vary a little bit from society uh, to academic society, um, but there is a general consensus that age 40 for women who do not have an elevated risk or, you know, women who are not at high risk of getting breast cancer is a good age to start. Uh, Women who do have uh, what we consider increased risk or high risk for breast cancer, maybe they have family members with breast cancer or they uh, are gene positive uh, for, uh, you know, genes that increase the risk of breast cancer, or maybe even they've had a history of breast cancer um, or a couple of other factors, those women we would we would have start earlier than 40. Got it. So if, for example, my mother-in-law did have breast cancer, um, so because there's a history in the family, it, it then that would make my wife uh, on the high-risk spectrum. Is that correct? You know, not necessarily. It may place her at higher risk. Um, so the things that we look at, so we would look at, for example, Uh, your mother-in-law's age. Uh, Most women, when they get breast cancer, are around 65, plus or minus. So when women get breast cancer around that age, we consider that a a pretty typical age to get breast cancer. If women get breast cancer, you know, in their 30s or 40s or or sometimes 50s, and, and if they have, if there are certain characteristics of the actual cancer that they get, um, then that may increase our suspicion that, that it may actually run in the family or, or be genetic. Um, but still, um, most people who get breast cancer um, do not have a family history. Let's talk about the screening itself. So let's say um, you know I go in or my wife goes in to get the screening. Uh, is it called a mammogram? Is there Are there other options to get screened? Good question. It is called a mammogram. The gold standard for breast screening uh, in the U.S. and throughout the world is the mammogram. Uh, Mammograms uh, pick up the majority of breast cancers, and a mammogram is essentially a very simple x-ray, and uh, it comes in these days um, in what we call a 3D mammogram. So it's a a series of uh, information, a series of x-rays essentially that uh, clearly visualize the entire breast. So the radiologist would get to view a three-dimensional image essentially of the entire breast. Um, What we used to have was just uh, two or three uh, very simple uh, pictures, x-rays essentially that were just plain 
uh, flat pictures to uh, interpret the breast off of. So now a mammogram is able to uh, provide a lot more information than it used to. Uh, women, some women will be recommended to have a an additional study besides a mammogram, and that would probably be an ultrasound, and sometimes that can be a breast MRI. Uh, but probably most commonly, the recommendation on top of a mammogram would be a breast ultrasound. Okay, thanks for sharing the different options. And it definitely sounds like there's been a lot of innovation in this space. You know, one of the things that I uh, read about when doing some research uh, on this was breast uh, breast density and uh, dense tissue. And sometimes that could, I think, mask uh, some of the, I guess, cancerous cells. But it sounds like with uh, the combination of the ultrasound and a 3D mammogram, it would catch that. Is that correct? Sometimes the addition of an ultrasound uh, to a mammogram uh, or just the ultrasound itself will provide additional information. And, and some things may only show up on an ultrasound. And that's especially helpful, as you pointed out, when the breasts are dense. And dense breasts, uh, it's, uh, that's a pretty normal thing. That's not an abnormal thing. Uh, but it's just us uh, utilizing additional technology, as you point out, to try to get a better a better view, a better picture of the breast tissue itself. Alrighty. And so what about self-screening, you know, feeling around for lumps? Uh, I feel like, and I've heard, that uh, best practice is that you do that uh, every so often, even if you're below uh, the 40-year-old mark. Maybe talk a little bit about self-examination. Self-examination is a good idea, and there's really no right or wrong way to do it. So a woman would just feel her breast, and a very simple technique is to go from the outside in all around your breast, or you can go from the bottom up towards the top, uh, whatever method you use. And the idea being that if you do it on a routine basis, let's say maybe once a month, um, and if you ever notice a change in your breast, like maybe you feel a lump or maybe you notice that the skin looks a little different or it looks like a bit of a rash or or you have, uh, you know, discharge coming out of your nipple, anything like that that's new or different, that, that would be your clue to, uh, you know, if you have a breast surgeon, go visit your breast surgeon or, or you know, your family practitioner or your OB-GYN, and, and uh, they will then do a clinical breast exam, and they'll figure out, um, you know, what's, what's going on. Usually, it, it will be nothing, you know, nothing uh, to worry about, but it's always a good idea, any change to your breast, to uh, let let one of your physicians check it out and figure it out. Got it. So yeah, you, you talked about a few symptoms that would cause someone to go in uh, and get it checked out more, uh, more thoroughly, but are there any other typical signs or symptoms of breast cancer that women should be aware of? So one great thing um, in the U.S. is we have such a thorough, well-established uh, screening program. Um, it's, it's pretty much the standard of care for women to get a screening mammogram. Um, and because we have that, the majority of breast cancers here in the U.S. are picked up way before they're, they're palpable. They're just some tiny little cells that... Um, you know, that exists before they've grown into a lump that you can feel. Uh, but things to look out for or be aware of within your, with, you know, with your own breast exam is if you feel a lump or a bump or if maybe the skin is kind of puckered in a little bit or it just looks different, uh, maybe it looks 
kind of thick in one area and red or, uh, you know, maybe your nipple looks different. Anything that looks different, you know, is a change from whatever your normal looking breast is, that would be a good thing to to uh, to uh, get checked out. And the important thing is is not to freak out over any change that you notice because quite often, you know, those those changes are are not going to be cancer. But it's really impossible to tell without getting it checked out. So it's definitely worth the doctor's visit to go get it checked out. If it's cancer, it gets treated and you've picked it up right away, which is great. Um, and if it's not cancer, you find that out as well. And then, you you know, your mind is, is at ease and you don't have to worry about it. It's a really good way uh, to look at it. And it never hurts to just go in and get it checked out. And it sounds like with the technology that we have today, um, everything is very treatable, especially if we go early. Um, in wrapping up here, I want to talk a little bit about diet and lifestyle choices and just really ask, is, is there anything people can do in that regard to help prevent? the onset of breast cancer? You know, the general uh, recommendations that are are pretty effective for uh, trying to decrease your risk for not only breast cancer, but but a number of cancers um, and uh, a number of diseases like heart disease, just try to eat a, a well-balanced, nutritious uh, diet, you know, high in fruits and vegetables, low in, uh, in you know, fried foods, uh, 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 you know, high in, in good fats like avocado or salmon um, and exercise as well. Um, even exercise walking every day really adds up and, and, and goes a long way. It definitely counts. Over the years, we've had uh, quite a few studies that have advocated for one special diet or another or, you know, um, a certain number of uh, exercises throughout the week and that information um, pretty much yo-yos back and forth. But the bottom line that, that everybody finds in any research is that exercise of some type um, is definitely beneficial. That's Dr. Sunny Mitchell, a breast surgeon from Highland Medical PC and the medical director of the Breast Center at Montefiore Nyack Hospital. Thanks for checking out this episode of Sound Advice. To make an appointment with Dr. Sunny Mitchell, please call 845-348-8507. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.